Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, only tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Podeskew Podcast is a proud member of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Podest You Fuck! You can't even get that shit right for your girlfriend's birthday? For real? You know, I I fuck up on many things, but I'm going to make up for it in this episode. Are you? Okay. Well, I'm going to try. Should I tell everybody what we're doing? <laughs> it's not making yeah, yeah. This is Stephanie's birthday surprise. surprise. Stephanie's raves. Surprise! Steffi's raves. Steph's raves? Steph's raves. I don't know. It works better with your name because of the Rance Stephanie Raves. Surprise. Stephanie Surprise. Yeah, so we're here to celebrate Stephanie's birthday, and uh, she'll be a Spry 20 at this point, so that's, you know. Yes. She, tw- actually, she, let's she, make her 21 so she can drink, but, you know. Yes. Yeah. No, I I think, I, I mean, this was definitely a, we had to do this shit in secret. I felt dirty. I felt like we were doing a, like... <laughs> Like, I felt like in a weird way I was kind of cheating on you stuff because, like, I, you know, let me just add some background. Uh-oh. Steph goes, goes to choir practice, and she also deals with perpetual back pain. Now, honey, today, when I was pushing you <laughs> to go to choir, everything that I said to you that today was the truth. You do need to go to choir. You do need to do this and blah, 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 blah. Also, I need you to get the fuck out of the house so that we could do this. <laughs> because CJ and I only have so many times to do this because you are always in the house. Right. We love you, really Steph, but go the fuck you're... away. <laughs> yeah. I love you, baby. I'm glad you're gone. And I hope you're, yes, that is you looking at me right now. Full of like you, you piece of shit. Like, that, yeah, I'm seeing it. And you are like you laughing your ass off right now because you know I know you. And and there's the I'm going to kill CJ running through her mind. It so, is now. Now that we said it, well, yeah, right. It's it's on tape now. So or but, digital or. <laughs> and as anybody who knows, I am not one for really hiding any information about myself. This is not the, the biggest surprise is that she's getting this. There is no surprise that I am fully 100% in love with Stephanie. And I've, you know, she does a lot. She does tons for us. And she, she micromanages me. And not to mention, she deals with our bullshit. Somebody has to micromanage you. 
<laughs> but she does. But it's not that like she does it because out of necessity. She does it because she loves me, and you know that's. And it's not like I'm like this fucking lazy piece of shit who doesn't do anything. It's just that she gets up earlier than me because she has to. So like a lot right. of things that like have to get done that I'm fully willing and, and able to do, like, you know, we have to take the trash out. We have to cook breakfast, blah, 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 blah. She's up at fucking eight o'clock. Like I'm, I'm asleep until 10 30, 11 o'clock. Like she just says, okay, I'm up. I have shit to do. Let's do this. So this is overall just a happy birthday, happy birthday. And thank you for one, being my girlfriend and you two being you. Well, I will echo all that except the being my girlfriend thing because that would be weird. But yes. Well, I thought I was your girlfriend. Not you, her. Oh, yeah, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not you. Hetero life okay. me. Not, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I was going, so I just stopped. <laughs> the fuck else is new, buddy? Yeah, right? I mean, this is, we're off to a kick ass start. Steph. Really, we care about you as much as it may not sound like it right now because we have... See, at least when we did this for you, we had a story to tell. We can't tell the same story because that's just redundant, you know? True. It's really not much... I mean, she... Yeah, I mean, I could retell the same story, but it's... it's I guess you basically give it to us from your perspective. We got her version. Not that I think it's going to be drastically different, but I mean, I mean, well, the facts will be the same, but the perception could be different. Yeah. Um, in a nutshell, uh, I contacted. I, I I think I had written to every girl in the Bay Area on a <laughs> and I had just gotten out of a pretty bad relationship with someone in L.A. I think you've and- told that story on on the show before. Yeah, I have, I haven't gone to full detail, but I've told some, uh, I've told a cliff notes version of it, but, and I was at this point where I was lonely, lonelier than normal because I will, I will be lonely and take that shit to the heart. And my whole thing was despite the abuse that I got through, I did have a lot of dialogue with the person. So I was always kind of talking to them and, you know, I just missed someone to talk to. I mean, I have, you know, I've got my buddies and I've got my family. I hadn't even met you at this point. So, right. Um, I was just lonely. I was going to say, I thought I was your person to talk to (laughs) you. I mean, in many ways you are, but like you, I want someone I could talk to who also, you know, wants to sleep with me. <laughs> yeah, I don't I want to do that. I would, I would have settled for just a friend at that moment. I, I was emotionally sure. Um, I was emotionally anorexic at that moment. That's and interesting way I, to put it. I, I that's the best way I can come up with it. it was, I, I was, and it wasn't criticism. It was just an interesting way to put it. I mean, I. You've heard like I've had my heart broken. My heart wasn't even like around. My my heart had left. Right. It, I've been there, was, bud. I know what that's yeah, like. I've been everybody's there. Everybody's been there. And so I had, I knew I was making a fool of myself on OKCupid because I was just like oversharing, and I was like, I just got out of a bad <laughs> relationship, and it was abusive, and I'm like, I just need someone to talk to, and they're like, find a fucking therapist, dude. Like, I'm not. Did somebody actually say that to you? 
Someone, I think, did. Someone said, I'm not your therapist. Like, I'm sorry you're going through shit, but it's not my. I'm sorry. Just find a therapist. Okay. They phrased, like, I'm not your therapist. Like, don't. And and I said, you're right. You're not. So I'm not going to, like, give you money. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> so after about a month or two of just kind of going through that, I, uh, I found Steph. And Steph, uh, I, I sort of like looked at her profile and I was like, I, I, I understand her for some reason. I just get her. Right. And I had nothing to lose because she lived out in Southern California and I live out in Northern California. So what the fuck could I have any, I, I had nothing to lose. So I you, wrote to her and I, you know what though, you, you, you tell the story and I obviously know the story both from Steph telling it on your first birthday surprise and we've talked about it a couple times so it's not something I'm not aware of but I'm not sure if I've ever asked you this and it's not because I don't I didn't think of it I just don't think it came up but were you hesitant at all because she was from LA based on what you just went through a little bit um because, you know, uh, it was, I knew, I knew that if like Stephanie had written back, I was going to tell her, I'm like, just so you know, I'm not going to LA anytime soon. Like okay. if we do anything, you got to come to me because I spent too much fucking money going to someone who doesn't deserve it. And I'm not going to just do it for a total stranger. And I get, you could feel the same way because you don't know me and yada, yada, yada. But I, I, I was not even fully, I just wanted someone to talk to. And she looked like someone that I could talk to. And She's I very finally, much someone you can talk to. She's just that person. Like, I mean, I, you may not have known her at that point, but once you get to know her, yeah. Yeah, and I also, her profile was very detailed. I mean, she was, I could tell that, like, she had that, kept it updated like a fucking MySpace. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, no. at all. And and I say this with love, but, like, it of was, course. She, she treated it like a fucking resume. Like, she had, you know, she treated it like, like, I'm not going to hide anything from you. This is what I'm going through. This is what I've gone through. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And, and that's stuff to a, to a T. And, yeah. um, so I wrote to her and I said, it's a shame you live in Southern California. Be oh no, I said, it's a shame you live eight hours away because you look like someone I could fall in love with because I had nothing to lose. Right. <laughs> and, right. And it was true. I mean, what could she do? She could say, fuck off, or that's sweet, but I'm not interested, or you are, blah, 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 blah. And she, um, she was very, very nice and, and said, like, basically, like, that's really nice of you to say, but here's a couple reasons why. There's some red flags based on your profile, and here's X, Y, and Z. And little by little, I, I, the truth is I hadn't really updated my profile in a while. I, I did from time to time, but the ones that she had pointed out, I think it was like the smoking and I lived with my dad and yada, yada. And I just very coherently and, and, you know, just explained each point kind of like, like it was like a weird job interview. She's like, you know, like, <laughs> why are you right for the job? And I'm like, well, here's why I'm right for the job. And here's, do you have any, this is like, well, yeah, you know, sometimes I get a little temperamental, blah, 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 blah. So no. And little by little, yeah, and little mm -hmm. by little, uh, we started developing just an actual conversation. All the pretense of why are you trying to sell yourself and why are you defending yourself just dropped. It became us just talking. Yeah. And, and I had asked her, I said, uh, 
would you consider talking on the phone? And, and I mean, like actually talking on the phone and I mean, actually talk on the phone, not, not texting, not emails, not right. You know, and she came off a little, like, I don't ever talk on the phone. And I said, well, and you know me, I put it very plainly out there. I said, this is only going to work even at the beginning. If, if we hear each other's voice, like, I'm not going to just text and email someone. If we're even considering talking to each other, I want to hear the fucking sound of your voice. I said, I talk enough for both of us. So you, all you have to do is answer and occasionally mumble. (laughs) You probably said exactly that too. I I think I probably did say exactly (laughs) that. Uh, I think has all of our old conversations somewhere. If it was through a text. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I I text how I talk for the most part. Like I'm not going to, I mean, unless it's like I'm writing to a, you know, fucking politician in which case i will say actually what i want to yeah say. exactly so gradually little by little there were there were these barriers there were these little barriers that i sort of helped bring down for her and she did talk on the phone with me and she first the first time she actually like took a leap of faith and actually called me and i missed her call so all this of like you got to call me, we've got to talk on the phone. I need to hear, hear the sound of your and voice. you missed miss, the fucking I call. I missed the fucking call. So I get a voicemail for. I still have the voicemail. Damn. I still have. I could even fucking put it on the air. I don't think she'd really much like that. Okay, but like I have it. I have it. Um, and it's it's from over two years ago. Right. And and uh, it's. It is. It, it, it was exactly what I expected her voice to be. Just, you know, happy, bubbly, and high, and you know, and also full of nervousness. I mean, and and that that's everybody's a little nervous the first time they're talking to someone that may or may not be, you know, someone they want to be spend their time with. Right. So little by little, we started talking more and more. And then, I know it's not the same exact analogy, but it's like the first conversation we had. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I make that joke all the time that like I got you the same way I got stuff. Yeah, I'm totally. Like, here, I, <laughs> here I am. You don't like it. Fuck off. And you have to talk to me. You can't just this is I'm not going to just do a texting bullshit. Um, and then pretty quickly, I just I started becoming pretty smooth. <laughs> oh, and, did you hurt your and, shoulder patting your own back there? Oh yeah, I dislocated my my uh, my hand. Um, <laughs> we got along very well, and then there was a concert she was going to come out to, and that was really the main excuse. And then she came over, and we met, and it quickly became like we're not going to this concert. <laughs> just, like we're just, we're just gonna we just prefer each other. She brought her ukulele, and we played some, and I sang some songs, and we sang some songs together. She's got a fucking tremendous voice she does for anyone that hasn't seen it if you search search for was it karaoke friday was it called on twitter hashtag karaoke friday and you'll hear some of Steph singing it's crazy good it's crazy good and that's why she's off the choir like she you know yes baby yeah i i <laughs> we did <laughs> we deceived you <laughs> but uh this is also the same story about how you broke up with your girlfriend because she got angry with you for deceit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I did what now? Um, 
I don't think. I don't think. No, I don't think so. I'd be surprised. I mean, hey, bullshit. You guys fucking did it to me. Yeah, but you're not as uptight of a Not uptight's the wrong word. Sorry, stuff. You're not as um, uncomfortable with stuff like this. That's the word I was looking for. That's a very good save. Thank you. Suddenly, no, I, I really, like I a... really didn't mean it that way. I might even edit that far, <laughs> but you anyway. might have to because suddenly. Um, but no, please don't because suddenly I don't look like a fucking schmuck. Oh, thanks. Um, but, you're not dating her. No, that's true. No, but no. Even when we did your surprise, she was a little because that was really the first time I got her to record anything. She had not done stuff askew yet. Yeah, that was the first thing I got her to come and record for, and it. She was a little apprehensive when we started, you know. I she she always is. I think she's always a little apprehensive, and then she does this thing that is her greeting. And I know as soon as I do it, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, and and I think that is her mentally coming over that hump of right. It's it's kind of coming off on stage for the first time, you know, which I've done, you know, but you know, you sort of just. You get that stage fright. This is just podcast fright. Yeah, um, but it's it's still different when you know that the conversation you're having is going out to the world essentially forever. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 very different, and it's a mindset you have to be prepared for. You know? Yeah. You know, it's not just sit down and have a conversation. Everybody that wants to listen is going to listen. You know. It's you also have to be interesting. You can't. I mean, right? We we if we're really breaking it down, we are not this fucking entertaining. We have to kind of <laughs> embellish. No, we no. It's true though. We have to know what the fuck we're gonna say. No, I I take that back. I I, I disagree. I think I think we are that entertaining. I don't think, and, and this is not at anyone in particular. I don't think we're that entertaining individually. Collectively, I think we are, right? You know, and, and I would agree with that. Um, and to the same regard, Steph is like so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you're done your story, but I would like to briefly share my introduction to Steph, which is much shorter than yours, and that's not meant as anything except that there's not much to it. But right. you know, um, no, because you had told me about Steph pretty early on in our talking, I mean, I think she comes up in the first episode. You know, and I don't even mean the the defunct pilot. I mean the first episode. I think you mentioned her name at least once. Um Probably. and he, you kept telling me how how awesome she was and I was like, well this sounds like if if you and I were gonna be friends, it sounds like somebody I should get to know. It was a requirement. Yeah, basically, but I don't but it didn't feel like a requirement. Like, it didn't feel like, oh, God, now i got to spend time talking to his girlfriend, blah, blah. No, it, it didn't feel like that. It just felt like, well, if if Rico and I are going to become friends, then I need to get to know Steph. And, mm-hmm. you know, I forget how the first conversation came to be. Did we bring her in on Skype or something? I don't remember. Well, I don't remember that. I remember when I told her about you. Okay. I'd love to hear that one because I don't think I know that. Well- you had, uh, you know, we've told the story a million times, and we don't need to take it away from stuff. But you had made your posting right. for looking for 
starting to a podcast, you need there's, another co-host. There's that part that everybody knows. There's the part after that. <laughs> right. So I hit you up. You and I talked to each other. And then I told her that night, I think on the phone. And I said, this is weird. Um, this guy who I've never met is on a Kevin Smith fan thing. And he wants to start a podcast. And I said, I think I might start it with him. And I, because we seem to have a flow for things. At least we're going to try it. We're going to try something. And she was like, that's fucking awesome. Like, if, that's a great idea. If I could interject for a minute, we're 68 episodes and multiple bonuses and we're still trying, but that's <laughs> there. At this point, we need to fucking become a Jedi and no longer try. We got to do motherfucker. Yeah. No, I think we're doing all right. I just like to have fun think, about yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. But Steph was immensely supportive of of you and me. She she said, and I quote, at the very least, you'll get a new friend. I remember that. I remember you you or her told me that. One of you guys told me that after the fact. But yeah, right. I do remember that. And I think I also counted with like, well, the other thing is, is that if it doesn't work out, I didn't lose a friend. I just like, I didn't, I just didn't fully make a friend. Like it was like, all right, right. there's a dude I talked to for a couple of weeks. What's the fucking risk? And that's, yeah. that really is the philosophy. It's like, what's the fucking risk? It, it, it could end in heartbreak, but then, you know, hearts bend. Although yeah. it doesn't give any validation for Steph to break up with me. I don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't break up with me. Don't break up with me. Stop looking at me. Stop looking, stop pouting <laughs> at me. Stop it. Um, but I do remember I, I, the genesis of the conversation. I don't remember, but I do remember the first conversation her and I had and, and, it was, I forget if she was driving to you or from you, but it was one of her trips back and forth between LA and, and San Francisco before, or Oakland before she moved up there. It was probably and, on her way here. Yeah, I think it was. And as you mentioned, that's an eight hour drive, you know. Yeah. Um, now, I no didn't talk. Speed, but, but bear that in mind, she's doing that for me. Yeah. Like, that's the type of person she is, is she made that trek many times yep. because of me. I wouldn't make that trek for credit. you. <laughs> what? I wouldn't make that trek for you. Oh, fuck you too, buddy. <laughs> um, but we were, we were, I forget if, we, we, I think we had been texting first. I think that's how it started. We started much like you guys, probably like texting. There was no emailing, but there was texting and whatever. And then she's like, hey, I'm on this trip going to see Rico. Do you want to talk? And I was like, yeah. And we ended up talking for like half her trip, like three yeah. hours, you know. And I think I took over. I think like, I think she, she usually stops about halfway. And then I, she texts me and said, hey, I'm about halfway. I'm like, oh, let me call you. <laughs> probably. I mean, I, I do remember her for lack of a better phrase, kicking me out the phone only because she was going to get like gas or something. And she was probably like you said, halfway through the trip or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, but we had a great conversation and I was, she was asking me a lot of questions about the show. And even though we hadn't, I think we had done maybe one episode at that point, maybe two. And, you know, she was asking about, but it was a lot more, not so much about the show as much as like podcasting, you know, like how I got into it, what I like about it, what you know that those types of things, and then questions I mentioned, and you knew about this, but my previous show, and so she was asking questions about that and stuff like that. So, and and overall, just getting to know you and you right. getting to know her. 
Yeah. Um, but if you had met Steph before, if you would, she would not have been able to like say, yeah, I'm driving for a couple hours. Talk to me on the phone. That's just, Steph was very adamant of like, I don't want to talk to anybody on the phone unless I absolutely have to. Now she was, now she, she's on the phone a lot. You know, she talks to you. She talks to me. She talks to her family. She's actually more, you know, she's gone over that hump as, as, as I put before, but she, um, she, the whole, and, and that's the point is that she's super brave. She, she actually is one of the bravest people I I've ever met. Like we will both recoil over a fucking spider. But like she will take on tasks, she'll dip her toes into unfamiliar waters to try things. She's yeah. always in the mood to try something to a certain degree. She'll watch movies that is so out of like her normalness because I'm like, you've never seen this, you should see this. And her coming on the rants was a big step for her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've only done her some. We have she's not on every episode, but yeah. uh, we. I, I look at those rants and I'm I enjoy them probably more than my regular rants. She's also been on what three episodes of three four, and I'm not even talking about like when she helped with Cinema Awards, but I'm talking about like actual like discussional episodes. But she, she's been on a couple. I mean, she's been yeah. on more than a couple. She's been on the Bond one, the Rika's Race one, the well, I wasn't uh, talking about Stephaskew and Stephaskew two, and then there was also Stephaskew two, right? And so Stephaskew two, yeah. That's what I said. So there's at least five. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. And the um, sports one. So oh, maybe and, six. No, and the New Year's one. And the New Year's one. Yeah. And the celebration one. So she's been on at least, yeah, she's, Steph has been on the podcast no, we, plenty. We, we didn't get her on the celebration one. She ended up not feeling well, if you recall. That's we got her at the very end. Uh-uh. We wanted oh, well, to, then. but we didn't actually get her. God damn it, Stephanie. <laughs> That's all right. We knew, we knew. She's our. She's always been our biggest supporter. I mean, hands down, our biggest fan. With all respect to Jay and Henry and you know Smoke and a lot of these fans we've acquired over the eighteen, nineteen months we've been doing this, Steph's always been our biggest fan. Yeah, she's she's missed a couple episodes. I always give her shit for it. I was like, you're you're our biggest fan. You haven't fucking. You're what podcast are you listening to? How dare you? <laughs> well, I thought you guys listen together sometimes. Oh, but okay. so she's she's been on this Bernie Sanders kick. She's been listening to everything Bernie Sanders. Well, which is great because yeah. she was never really a political person, and and because I'm always like li- you know reading shit about Trump and administrations and Bernie and shit. She's like, when she started telling me like I want to go to this Bernie Sanders like group, I'm like that's I, I was like I, first off I'm proud of you. Yeah, because that's something I even I wouldn't do, and I like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but what she just was like, I want to get some information. I'll tell you this: this is funny. She ordered a bunch of books from the library. Like she's like, oh, this looks interesting. I think I'll I'll read about it. It's about you know politics. This one's about Bernie Sanders. This one's about Donald Trump. Yada yada. Like I mean, like like dozens of books. Okay. She gets an email from the library saying all of your books are here. <laughs> so. There and there's just pile after pile after mm. pile of books, and she's like, "There's no way I can read all this shit in three weeks." So she just starts checking them back in, and she's like, "I'm gonna keep these ones. I'm gonna check these ones in." I'm like, "You still have like a dozen books. Did the, How are the, you gonna read all this shit in three weeks?" She's like, I'll, "I'll I'll read it. I'll do. I'll." Do. And she has. She's been pouring. You know, she's been pouring. But the fact that she 
bit off more than she could chew was pretty funny. Did the library like, get gonna... pissed? What? Did the library get pissed? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think they were just grateful that someone has an interest. Well, that's true. There's that. They're like, um, someone, someone was ambitious enough to want to read a book. They just, they're like, this is a lot of words. <laughs> this is probably a better conversation for a different episode, but there's a, I just saw recently online, there's a library somewhere in the country, and I know that's kind of broad, but I really don't remember where it is, but they're doing away with fees altogether. Like, you can just check out the book, hold the book, read the book, take the book back. But it'll probably still cost you something if you, like, damage the book. I, I don't know. But, I didn't get to read a lot of the details. But library is going to make any money. That's, well, look, I, m- most cool. of them are publicly funded. But the point is, mm. the point is it was to generate interest in using the library. That was really the kind of the point. I bet that would be completely different for movies. Because they do, most libraries have a DVD shelf. The one that over was, here like, has a... The one over here has a video game shelf. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, some libraries have both, but that's my point, though. Is like, would you be able to check those out and just be like, I have never returned this? No, I, I, I'm sure there's some kind of limitation, but I didn't, like, again, I didn't read the whole article. I didn't have time, but it, right. I, I just like the fact that they're doing that, and, and to, to what tie it back to Steph, you know, so if she had brought home the, you know, truckload of books that she ordered, she could have kept them until she was done reading them all, you know, or took them back <laughs> as she, you know, every, you know, six books or something. I don't know, making a number up, but you get the idea. So, yeah, I, that, that, that would have been really, uh, uh, helpful. If, yeah. If she kept it. <laughs> but, uh, but, that being said, she's, um, I, I've had, I don't want to sound awful, but I've had a lot of girlfriends. And it's mostly because I jump from relationship to relationship. Most of the time it ends before six months. And then I wallow in tears and I'm ready to find the next one. I, I was very much like, I need to find the person for me. And I don't have to search anymore. Like, it's really kind of a freeing feeling. And I know it's kind of a young thing to say because I'm 28 and things happen. But like... I I don't for the first of my life I'm like I'm good like I am good I don't need anybody else I don't I will never fucking look at another woman I will never I have no interest I've I, I mean I've seen I've had women flirt with me I've had women flirt with me and you sure I you want to say that always, on her birthday the well what I'm about to say next is even better okay I have always, I just I mean they've never said like you know, oh, can I take you on a date? But I'm all, but then I get I get the message, and I'm like, oh, you know, I've been to that restaurant. My girlfriend and I go there all the time. Like I just fairly kind of like, right? It's not, I'm not doing the, oh, leave me alone. I have a girlfriend because I'm still going to talk to females. I'm not going to be a, like, no, you can't talk to me because I, you know, sleep with someone or I love someone. I, I you know, but I, I very it, it reiterate it does not happen all the time. It's happened like once or twice. Okay, but. It's it's enough where I'm like, where the, what what is it, it seems alien to me, <laughs> or I'm like, where the you have an interest in me? Fuck off! No, I'm I'm against this. I am I am loyal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I'm overjoyed, ecstatic, content. That's the other thing is that I, 
like Stephanie and I are friends, but we are better than friends. We're partners. And we both wanted that from the very beginning. We weren't looking for a boyfriend slash girlfriend type of thing. We wanted someone to live with. We wanted someone to, you know, work our problems with and not have to, you know, it, it, it was more than just, oh, there's this guy in LA. Oh, there's this girl, you know, who lives in Southern California. There's this guy in Oakland. It was... I think I, I mean, we basically fell in love the pretty much the day we met, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's rare. And, you know, for all I know, she's plotting my fucking murder, you know, and is, is and, and I guarantee if I were to ever disappear, Stephanie did it. <laughs> yeah, you've said that before. <laughs> like, no one, she, every time we watch a fucking horror mystery, she's like, they never fucking wear gloves. I'm like, yeah, and she's like, that's, that's a rookie fucking mistake. And I'm like, okay, we're going to put on Bambi now. <laughs> like, let's, and then she's like, yeah, that's not how you get shot in the face either. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was going to be more like, that's not how the hunter should do it. But yeah, you know, same idea. Yeah. But, um, Stephanie, just happy birthday. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled and, and still overjoyed that, uh, you, you decide to uproot. I mean, we, she went through a tough time when we were starting to get a little serious. There was this whole point of, are we just going to give up? Because she might have, she was going to have to possibly move to, uh, Washington. She had yeah. to move with her mom somewhere. And her mom was at some point, you know, not to go into detail, but was going through some health problems. And there was this whole thing of, is it, is it better if we just say, Hey, we enjoy each other's company we're going to let the distance split us up. It's not, it's out of control. And then we just kind of plainly just said, well, I don't want to lose you. I don't want, I, 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 this would be the hardest thing in a very long time I've had to go through. And she's taken a huge risk and she came out here and, you know, and, and I, I appreciate her every second of every day. So much. So I wrote her a song. You did. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, you you talked about how good of a singer she is, and and she is. There's no arguing that. But you're you're not bad yourself, bud. I mean, you you've got some pipes, man. I mean, I appreciate that. And, sure. and But my uh, Stephanie told me for her birthday this year, she's like, I for this if if I can make a request for what I want for my birthday, I want you to make me something. Store-bought shit is fine, but no matter what, you have to make me something, whether it's a card, a you know sculpture, a painting, a drawing, a poem, whatever. So I wrote her a song. I will, re- I will add to the fact that I, I think I've written two fucking songs in my life, this being one of them. And I don't even know how good it is, and I, you know, but it, it's not, it, it's the best I can do for the person who deserves it most. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Steph, before he does this, because it was probably a good way to end the episode, happy birthday. Uh, I speak for Rico, I'm sure, when I say we love you. Both very differently, but we do. And we're so grateful that we have you for not only the show, but in our both of our lives. So happy birthday, Steph. Rico, take it away. I belong to you. 
Like the ocean has blue, I belong to you. Like leaves touched with dew, I belong to you. Like a sunset has its rest, I belong to you. Like sleeplessness flows through my head, I belong to you. Like a student needs to learn, I belong to you. Like a fire has to burn, I belong, I belong to you. Like the ocean has its blue, like the leaves layered with dew. Nothing more to say or do, cause I belong to you. If you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC.